Welcome back to the Frizz and the Grease podcast with your hosts, Prudo and D. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy Trudeau with me, my good friend and co-host D Frizzy Frizz. What's up, buddy? Whew, what a week, man. What a week. I'm good over here though, man. I'm I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. How's everything going with you? Good, man. I'm all over the place today. I wanted to start the show with uh I now I remembered what I wanted to do 30 seconds before the uh countdown ended. I wanted mm-hmm. to do a chat GPT intro and see if you'd notice the difference. And I totally <laughs> forgot to do that. And I'm bummed out I didn't do it today. So the goddamn robots, John, chat GPT is taking over everything, man. Like, it's absolutely incredible. We're incorporating it with stuff that we do at work. It's just like, oh, man, like, when, when are the robots going to take over the world? I want to. It's crazy. I, I have to, like, respond to messages throughout the day. And I, I, it'd be funny if I could just get it to respond to messages for me. I could just go, play, like, chill outside. Just press a button and it's good. Every every phone call, every incoming phone call I get is handled by a computer. It'd be great. I'm with that, man. No, today's been a good day. Uh, it's the most elite of dinner slash day combinations on the week. Taco Tuesday in the Trudeau household oh, tonight. You know, hey. it was a good night. I like it. We um we we have run the uh, the whole taco. Hey, let me get, let me ask you this. Soft taco. I was going to ask you the same oh. damn thing. Yeah, well, hey, you. Hey, hey. Don't influence. Don't. <laughs> your wife's just yelling at you from the other room. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear the answer, one, yeah. but there's only one real answer. And it's funny because in my household, we buy the uh, the 12 pack and it's six and six. And I get one. My wife gets the other. Dog team soft taco all day. Hard, hard tacos are the worst. But I can't deal with hard tacos, bro. I, no, thank you. I'm not trying to bite into something. And then the shit gets like stuck in between your teeth. Hurts or you. even worse, so, like hit your gums. Like that shit is annoying. Like anytime I go somewhere and they got only hard tacos, like I'll, I'm past. I'll, I'll grab the hamburger and the, and the tomatoes. I'll be fine. For me, it's like when you take that first bite of the hard taco and the whole thing just splits in half and everything falls in your lap. And you're like, okay. It's just a waste. Yeah. Like cool. soft taco, you, you throw all the meat, all the cheeses, all the tomatoes, onions, peppers, whatever it is you can throw in there. I don't even do, um, what is that? What's the, what people use on it? Not oh, man. Cheese. Sour cream, sour cream. Yeah, I don't, I don't even use sour cream anymore. But no, nah, come on, Uzi. This man's team hard taco. Mess me Uzi, I like my, my guy, uh, Uzi, <laughs> Uzi, 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 Uzi I called him. <laughs> nah, Uzi, <laughs> nah, what's good, buddy? Good to see you, man. So he's he's team hard taco. Hey, I'm just saying, man, if it's a, a task to eat your dinner, I'm out on that shit. Saw, sure. Yeah, not only that, like you, you, you need a fork if you have a hard taco because like as soon as you bite, like you said, it's all over the table and it's like, all right, well, you know, like, might as well just use the rest of this with a damn fork. And then I got hip hip. The chat is bumping for the taco debate. Hip hop is also team hard taco. It seems he said the soft taco, just a burrito. Maybe this is an unpopular take from me. Burritos are far superior to tacos as well. Ooh, I'm not a big burrito guy. Not a fan of like the beans inside of it. Like uh, I'm already, it's already hard enough for me to accept like eating regular, like Mexican food, like tacos, like uh, and that extra stuff. I, I miss me with that. I'm not a nachos guy, not a burrito guy. What is that? Shawarmas and and what do they have in Shrek? There's a whole bunch of stuff that they throw. Chimichangas, like nah, I don't mess with that. Oh no, chimichangas works. That's a fried burrito, essentially. Very good. Whole, see what I'm saying? See how like I just talk about like the basic, and then like it just kept going up and up. Nah, man, I can't do it. Unfortunately. Uh no. Now you got me thinking about my old 
Taco Bell drunken order back from UMass Dartmouth. You had to be economical, right? 99 cent cheesy bean and rice burrito for nine. You can get like four of those things and be happy for five bucks. So one of the best parts about doing the show with you is that we get to share like real life experiences (laughs) together. And one of the funniest, but the worst moments of our lives that we've ever shared was me and Trudeau went out. I think we, it was two or three in the morning and we were looking for McDonald's in Dartmouth. Could not find this damn McDonald's. And this man, this said, was a great moment. No, it wasn't not at all. But we were driving on whatever highway. No, not a highway. We were driving whatever road it was in Dartmouth reads the sign and he goes, oh, it says no right on red. Let's go left. Oh, that was you. That was you. You did this. No, you, I thought that was, I, was were you, I thought it was Mike Perry. Shout out Mike Perry. I thought that he yeah, was there. Yeah. Dog, this man went left like three times because all of the signs in Dartmouth said no right on red. He's like, Oh, yeah, well, let's go left. It's like, Dog, we're gonna die here. What are you doing? Yeah, that was probably a bad decision. I may have had a few drinks in me too. I'm like, uh, Yeah, that fuck was it. Back in your old chugging four loco days, <sighs> I miss those like days. The actual four locos, none of this like shit that they have nowadays where like kids like have to put a Red Bull in it. No, you, you would literally die if you drank the ones that they had when yep. they first came out. With the caffeine, you need uh-huh. two Four locos. your night was good. By the way, I tried Four locos again as an adult. I think I was, <laughs> I think it was 27. I, it was New Year's Eve 2018. And uh, yeah, I went for the third for Four loco, and that third one came out. I'm just going to put leave it there. Mm-mm. Never again. Hey, but we actually have some sports stuff to talk about. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for loving the taco taco takes on a Tuesday. <laughs> we should start with food more often, I guess. Um, it's going to be a weird show. I think there's going to be a lot of music-related stuff. Uh, I have a musical quiz. And actually, you guys in the audience, maybe I'll throw the number up. Maybe we can try the hotline again if you want to be like the phone or friend for D. Because basically, I'm going give to him, give him a musical quiz later. Uh, and maybe you guys can help him out, phone us in, and be his like phone or friend teammate. So hang in for that. Well, you have a good versus five, I think. Very musical base. Uh-huh. So we've got some weird basketball shit to talk about and then some random sports at the end. Obviously, we're in the middle of summer, so we're just going to try to experiment a little bit with you guys. Give us feedback. Let us know how you like it. It's all about fun today. All about the good times. Appreciate it. All about the vibes. I miss vibing in nature, by the way. Vibing with nature. That was a good episode. That was, was a good episode. episode. That was like when I came back from that festival. Yeah. I think I was still on drugs doing this episode, but it was <laughs> it was good times, man. I miss it. Anyways, uh, this is uh, this the the title says "Wacky NBA Rule Changes," and this kind of was inspired by uh, the Low Post podcast. If anyone's ever listened to that podcast, really good basketball podcast. But uh, the host Zach Lowe, which D, you 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 like him, you respect him. Um, you know, he had the guy on the podcast who's responsible for the playing tournament, right? So, like, he works for a competition committee, essentially, for the front office or not the front office, but, you know, the uh, the main office for the NBA, you know, the gotcha. commissioner is. And they throw on all sorts of cr- crazy ideas to, like, improve the game of basketball, the NBA. And at the end of that episode, he's, like, pretty much like, hey, what are some of the craziest ideas you guys have had that, like, haven't really gone anywhere, but, like, just throw them out there. And there were a couple of them that I was like, yo, that's actually a really good idea. They should try that. But it's just kind of far-fetched. I wanted to bring some up to you and see how you felt about them. Okay, I'm here for it. All right. So I got two that are like kind of start off with two that are like less radical, right? The first one I really liked. And it's the idea that, you know, there's a lot of teams at the last week of the season, two weeks of the season that pretty much are like, F it. 
like we're not going to try. We're going to tank like a mother effort and just dip in the standings. And honestly, if you watch the last couple weeks of basketball this year, like it sucked. It was pretty yeah. much G League versus G League. And the idea was thrown out in the league office like, hey, what if we starting with the last five games of each team, those games, win or lose, don't count towards lottery standings. So basically your your lottery, your standings for the lottery purposes are frozen two weeks before. So like if you blew through all last four or five of your games, it ain't helping you get Victor Wembanyama. So like you might stop seeing these teams just sit everyone and tank, especially thinking of the Mavericks this year who just like, hey, we don't want to be in the play-in. Let's just pretty much give up and get a lottery pick. What do you think about that? So it would bring in the uh, the excitement between the All-Star game in the last two weeks because, like, I think right after the All-Star game, there's, like, a two- to three-week rush for, like, games that are played that are really exciting. And then, like you're saying, it filters out towards the end of the season. That would be different. I don't know. I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because, like, if you're saying – games all the way up until game 70 essentially if you're going to say two weeks because that's that's 12 i think they were thinking more like five games but it'll still count towards playoff standings yeah so oh okay so all right so playoff standings but not lottery yes like your your lottery your lottery odds are frozen like a week and a half before the end of the regular season so like you can't just tank out the last week and a half just improving the lottery so it's like might as well just try to win some games at that point yeah, I mean, you, you'll you still see people sitting, though, especially those teams that are outside of the playoff. So, like, I, I'm the just playing the only devil's, devil's advocate. advocate for what I would yeah. say is, like, teams that are desperate might start tanking harder earlier. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's part of it. Like, like, they see that they're not good at all. I mean, I know you said the Houston Rockets were going to win the NBA Finals this year. But, like, the Rockets, hey. like, they get to game 60, and they're like, we're not going to win it, so let's just drop 10 straight. Like, that's that's not good basketball either. I don't know why you dog me for that Rockets take. Not that they're going to the championship. Take. I didn't say they're going to the championship. You said that they, they were going to win, like, 30 more games than they did last season, which is incredible. I said within four games but of 500. I digress. But yeah, that that would be different. Um, I feel like again, just not that I wouldn't like it, but it feels that like all you're doing is just to let your you're extending or like making the tank time earlier. Yeah, I, I thought gonna, it was be an interesting idea. Different though. I got a good one. Another another one that they threw out that was okay. crazy for stopping tanking. What's up, Professor Pi? New one in the chat. I haven't seen this this individual. Professor Pi. Professor Pi. He's a New Englander. OQD. He's a New Englander. So appreciate you nice. jumping in. Thank you for joining us. Shout out to you, sir. Um, all right, another one. It's not as wacky. Might be wacky. Is to extend the court another three feet wider, and then Ooh. push out the three point line about a foot and a half all around. I don't like that one. So it'd be, ha- it basically, it basically it basically it basically will make it inc- like much more difficult to hit three point shot as far as like no it won't. You don't because think because people no people are already pulling up two or three feet behind the three point line anyway. All you're doing is just con- encouraging more of it to happen. People aren't going to stop shooting threes in this analytics day. People are just going to be like three points are worth more than two. I don't care how many mid ranges you hit. If I shoot thirty and you keep sh- and you shoot thirty twos, like I have a better chance of winning. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't think that's going to change. I think the percentage the width is- of the court would. I think that changes because that is the most. Uh, that's the highest percentage shot is in the corner. Yeah, that corner three. So if you're giving even more space, that's going to open up the defense where they actually have to close out faster or close out. I would say a little bit harder. It's like yeah, I would like that. It also would make two K better because it makes the court bigger. And- well, 
the corner Video three talk, sorry. No, yeah, I wasn't saying anything. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, the corner three would be harder to hit. So like I don't know, I think three point percentages would be down across the league. You might incentivize more driving. Interesting. All right, here are the two wacky ones. I'm curious, but let's, yeah, let's we can it. we can sit on these a little bit. Um, do you want the draft one or do you want the changing the season into making them segments? Ooh, segment one, just because I have no idea what the hell that means. Yo, this idea is bananas and I love it so much. So okay. the rule proposal at the league office, right, was basically you take the 82-game season. This and this this was not really seriously taken into consideration, but like I think the idea is great. You split it into four quadrants, right? So I don't know, however you want to split that. I don't know, maybe it's like 20, 20, 21. Uh-huh. And in each quadrant, every win you get... Right, so instead of basing a team's standings on the winnings, like amount of wins, it's about points. And Mm-mm. as you get, hold on, let me finish. As you, as you tag on wins within a quadrant, the amount of points each win counts for increases incrementally. So the first two wins count for one point each. The next two wins count for two point each. The next two wins count for three, four, onward and onward. So basically, the idea is like you want to get as many wins as possible in each quarter of the season to mm-hmm. increase your standings. Basically, it increases the importance of of getting as many wins as possible in a small window because one win here is not the same win as one win in the future. Basically, it's like we want to get as many consecutive wins as possible or wins within this small period of time. So it definitely would, in my opinion, kind of derail the idea of load management because yes. if you are not consec- like continuously trying to get wins you're going to be at a huge disadvantage because you're not going to get those high level, like seven points at win number 14. Yeah, no, I, I don't see a, I mean, I think that would be different. I don't know if the league would, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it ever would go that route. Um, I think the NBA tried to do something very similar with the all-star game with like letting each quarter represent a different point total. And then at the end, they try to get like a specific number. I think that was the the year after Kobe Bryant passed away in the all-star game. That not to say that it wouldn't be fire, but like because it's so strange, it's so different. It would, yeah, it would be really hard for people to like wrap their heads around like the fan or the casual fan. They'd be like, "What segment are we in?" Like this is ridiculous. Uh, not to say that that's not crazy. That's a that's a good one. I wouldn't mind it. I think that's more of a video game esque type thing. Like like release it in a video game or like summer league, see how it works, and then and then like figure out, oh, not for summer league, G League, and then see what happens. But I. I don't think the NBA would ever go that route, but it'd be fun to at least experiment. Yeah, I think the traditionalists would be like, this is crazy, this is stupid. I can't, I don't know how many, I'm going for four points tonight. What does that even mean, I'm going for seven <laughs> points? But like the overall idea is, you know, you might not rest your guys in game number 15 of that that quarter because or that quadrant because that game's worth seven points. Like that's a lot yeah. of points. I need those points. I mean, even in, even in game one, like even if, even though it's worth one point, you need to get wins to get to those higher value points. So like, it's really hard to rest dudes because you need to win every game to get as much points as possible. Honestly, I, I even I think I won't say just misinterpreted what you were saying, but like that you could even flex it out where it's like just quadrant run quadrant one all segment one all games are worth one point quadrant two all games are worth two points and then that would stack well, well i mean that's that's, then, that's then, how i simplify shit then though. people wouldn't really care in quadrant one 
right? So the reason why they do quadrants is because they want, like if you have a really bad stretch where guys are injured, they want mm-hmm. you to be able to kind of reset the gaining of points. Yeah, so like it makes it more fair if someone has a rough first half gotcha. of the season or whatever, like you can have time to catch up at the second half. Yeah, that's different. Way too hard to explain and understand. That's why it would different. never happen. But I think yeah. it's a good a good theory to eliminate the t- the load management sort of thing with like the Clippers or whoever else is guilty of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one you said it was involving the draft. The last one is is wacky as well, right? And it's it's inspired by Japanese baseball. Oh boy. So the Japanese baseball league, they don't do a traditional draft for like you're the worst team. Um you know, just gets the pick number one. Mm-hmm. The way they do it in Japanese baseball is essentially the like the. I'm just I'm using an example. I don't know the exact way, but the worst ten teams get essentially ping pong balls. And let's say there's ten buckets for the ten best prospects. You can decide to put your ping pong balls wherever you want. So like, let's say there's a guy at number one that's like fantastic. So like this year, Victor Wembanyama, and everyone's throwing their ping pong balls in number one because we want Victor. Well, there's an idea, you know, game theory, the idea of game theory, where like if everyone tries to get the same thing, everyone loses because you're passing up on everything else. Gotcha. So let's say this year, everyone wanted to get Victor Wembanyama. They all put their ping pong balls in the Victor Wembanyama bucket, but no one puts it in Scoot Henderson bucket and he's still a pretty damn good player. Mm-hmm. Well, I might just put my ping pong ball in Scoot Henderson because my odds of getting Scoot Henderson higher. are way higher because everyone's going for Victor Wembanyama. That's kind of how the Japanese baseball draft is, a lot of is done. Pieces, if you do that, very interesting. It's very interesting. It's it just it makes it very high strategy. And then on the flip side, what if everyone thinks that people are going for Victor Wembanyama, and then only like four people go for Victor Wembanyama? Well, is that public? No, is so it, it's all private. Okay. So like you, well, that, so I would have a problem with that with it not being public. Well, so the the teams know where they're putting their balls, but the team does not know where the other team are putting the balls. I get that. So you're strategizing against other people. I I lost all faith in the NBA lottery when they removed the the wheel where you could see the ping pong ball coming up and like now they're just like, Yep, this team's got it. So like Do you know how that works by the way? Like everybody throws it uh I mean I kinda do, but go ahead. So I actually listened to a podcast where they explained the process and someone was in the room. So basically each team has this giant like book of numbers like of lottery numbers like from five digits like one two three four five someone has one two three four five one two three four six one two three four seven and all the numbers are accounted for in their giant booklets Mm -hmm. and there are representatives from each room and some media locked in a room and basically the ping pong balls get drawn in a room and if that combination of numbers matches the numbers that you have on your sheet then you win that lottery so like it's very so it's like bingo for them. It's pre- it's pretty much like yeah, front office bingo is how they decide the lottery. So it is it is there is not it's not just like magically like you won the lottery. There's gotcha. there's people locked in a room and it's done. Still in skeptical about shit like that. Like if you don't see it, but like I think that'd be a dope idea uh, if it were public. Like as soon as everybody threw in all of their like oddballs for it, no pause. Like and then you go they, live they, to the TV. They, yeah, they reveal it and that'd they're just like, good God, we thought there was gonna be thirty, you know, balls in the bucket for Webanyama, and there's two. It's just Lakers so like, and now, like, someone exci- else. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the Lakers and fucking you know the the Celtics to make it even better. Like that would be hilarious. Like I think that would be dope because I mean, hey, the rich keep getting richer if that's the case. I think that's I, a dope would, idea. 
Yeah. I, I see out of all of these weird ass rule changes that you were talking about, wacky for sure. I could get on. I could get on base with the uh, with the draft one because I think it would make it more exciting. Can I tell you my idea for the draft? Oh, here we go. What's up? I want. So I'm all about the helping the players out. I think. I think. I. I think that coming into the draft is kind of unfair for the prospect, where it's like you don't get to choose where you live for the next four years. And mm-hmm. it, and real, realistically, it's like you don't get to choose where you live for the next eight years. If you're a good prospect, you're going to offer a, a max extension, right? Yep. So my theory about how the draft should be done is each team gets a certain amount of money they can offer draft prospects. And the worst teams get the most money. So like, let's say this year the Spurs won the lottery. They can offer... Victor Wembanyama, $10 million a year annual contract for this rookie deal. Who was the next team after the um, those the Hornets? Hornets the Hornets yeah. can offer a max of $9 million. Uh, the next team can offer $8 million, $7 million. So like everyone could give Victor Wembanyama an offer and Victor can have the option like, all right, can I, should I just go for the most money I can get? Or like maybe I'll sacrifice a little bit of money and take the third best offer because it's like I'd rather live there. Smart idea will never work team players aren't signing with the okc thunder the minnesota timberwolves even if they have the most money they're not going to uh what's another non milwaukee bucks like players aren't going to do that especially if there's a star ahead of them like they're going to want to write their own path if the money's there cool but like what if there's a player in your position like i don't, I don't know i i feel like that's a great it's a good thought but it's the same thing with free agency. There's a reason why there's trade destinations and free agency destinations and like why teams can't, why they have to draft good because they know that nobody's going to sign there. I don't mean, look at, look at DeAndre Hopkins, the NFL. I mean, could have gone anywhere. I mean, yeah, if you want to go football, football is different, man. You he have to go the, where the He went for the is. money, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's exactly why he's playing for the Titans right now because they probably gave him the most money. Oh, definitely. But I'm just saying like, if you're a young kid, 18 years old, I feel like you'd probably want to take the most money possible. You're not going to short Maybe. yourself to go play for the Celtics. But if you take the if you take less money to go play with your favorite team, like I don't know. I, I like I said, it's not a bad idea. I just uh, when money's involved with that type of stuff, I feel like those the rich stay rich because of that type of stuff. So like you're going to see all these rookies want to play for LA, play for Miami, play for New York when it's like. By the way, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I've seen the dumbest shit circulating on social media uh, this past week, and basically it's like. Would you, if you were an NBA player, would you get take a pay cut of thirty million dollars over four years to to go to a team and guarantee yourself a championship? As an NBA player, yeah, yes, you would. And yeah. fuck that, I'm taking the money. Get out of here. Money, money's always gonna money's guaranteed in basketball. Championships aren't. Listen, thirty million dollars. You're acting like thirty million dollars is nothing. You turn your nose yeah, up to, to NBA players. It is depending on what your position is, dog. The, I watched something. It was it was mind blowing. The last like twenty years of NBA champions is like eight teams in the NBA. Like it's not a lot. If you actually, it's like going back. It's like the Bulls. Lakers, well, it's it's State. The Lakers. Yeah. Then it's you have the Pistons mixed in there. We had the Lakers again. Then you got the Spurs. Sorry, I, I kind of like the Spurs. You got the Spurs. You got the Heat, the Cavs, well, the Golden State, Milwaukee. You got like four There's teams. Like eight four teams. teams dominate like 13 of those years. Yeah, like it's crazy. So like NBA out of any sport, like you can play 20, 20, 20 plus years as a as an NFL player. And like if you don't win a Super Bowl, it's like, yo, there's one out of 33 people on the field. 
NBA is different. Like these dudes' legacies are like mean a lot more. So like that championship is more important. Like I, do you think Carmelo Anthony would rather have thirty million? Well, maybe you're thinking about championship. Maybe What's you're up? thinking about like if you already made two hundred million dollars, two fifty million dollars. Maybe yeah. let, let me ask you this way: if you are if your career earnings were forty million dollars, and you could make another forty million or twenty five or twenty mil, twenty five million. No, let's just make it harder for you. Or you can make twenty million somewhere else, but you're gonna win a championship. Would you take that twenty million dollar contract for a championship, or would you take the forty million dollars? 20 in the championship. Dude, you're a bugging. You are so raw, raw. You can always find guy. a way to get more money. You can't always find a way to get a championship. That shit is hard. Like, it's, it is extremely difficult to win a championship in anything. It took me fucking 20 years. Granted, it was semi-pro, but it took me 20 <laughs> years to win a fucking semi-pro championship. Like, I didn't win nothing in, in I mean, not semi-pro, but a championship in football. I didn't win nothing in Pop Warner. I didn't win nothing in high school. I didn't win nothing in college in fucking semi-pro. I finally won a championship. It was something. Play football since I was fucking 10 years old. 20 years of losing, all right? Like, it's a lot. So I, I'm taking the championship over the money. Pass up that $20 million for that championship. Congrats, brother. <laughs> Anything else, NBA? Did you want to say something about uh, this summer league I didn't quick? really have much. I mean, I know we got the, you know, the summer league that just wrapped up. I really don't want to talk too much about That's that. That's fine. I'm looking forward to some of these rookies. You know, we know about women, Yama. Um, I really want to see how Cam Whitmore's going to play out of Houston. I got my eye on Amani Bates. I know the Cavs win the championship. I got my eye on Amani Bates as a, as a dark horse. Um, let's see how everybody responds in Charlotte with their rookie. And then obviously uh, out in Portland with Scoot. I disagree with that. I think the NBA, man, hip hop saying that uh, they, you know, the NBA doesn't like when there's no parody, right? I th or the NBA doesn't like when there's no parody. I think the NBA loves when there's no parody. Are you kidding me? Dude, how boring was the NBA last year when everyone had a chance versus how good were the finals golden state versus the Cavs? how yeah, good the high, they were the highest rated finals in like nba history like we knew it was going to be golden state cleveland and people still they tuned out the regular season just to be ready for the final everyone loves a, everyone loves a team to hate the mm -hmm. the heatles people love to hate them i some people hated the warriors some people well, hate lebron and the when they had Durant. they they hated them when they had Durant. as much as you had the as much as you had the babyface assassin with steph curry people still hated the warriors because they had KD. i want more super teams maybe that makes me in the outlier I, I don't want super teams i like this whole duo thing that they got going on i don't want to see super teams where like all nba players go to one team i don't want to see that but I, I don't mind seeing a villain and like the team does the NBA does need a villain, whether it's a player or a team. By the way, I want to get to the music stuff, but I have a bone to pick. You actually just remind me of something. Can we just stop in media? Not not saying we're media, but the idea of like a big blank. Every everything's a big three now. Everything's a big oh. four. When you start saying LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Austin Reeves, the big three, when you start making that a big three, we've lost all control of what a big whatever is. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's searching for the next three. That's the reason why you need. But why to is win. it? Can we get a new term besides a it's big? Just dynamic duo. It used to be the duos of the '90s and early 2000s. Like it was Shaq and Kobe. You know what that is? Was, what's that? You're, you play NBA 2K. Uh, was it 2K10 with the orange juice? Fresh squeeze. Fresh Hell squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Michael B. Jordan and Freak. Hell yeah. Good ass storyline. Good ass storyline. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the best in 2K history. Love it. Let's do some music. Let's get let's get the music proper for this, shall we? All right, go ahead.
All right, we were bored. There's not a lot of sports going on. We we're talking music to, uh, this week in the chat, back and forth, and uh, I wanted to test D's music knowledge, right? So we're gonna do a little game for music. Basically, what I got is a list of song lyrics, popular songs from the '90s and 2000s, early 2000s. Okay. You guys can help in the chat. D, don't cheat too much if you get some right, help yeah, from the people. Yeah, I'll, I'll All right. I'm going to read the song lyrics as generic as possible so I don't give anything away. So, like, I'm not going to, like, sing them. I'll just read them as I was just reading off a piece of paper. I'm, I'm hoping you can guess the artist and song. I'll play it afterwards if you get it or if you don't. Uh, in the chat, you know, throw out some help for the D. Throw him a lifeline if he needs it. Uh, you want to get this started to see if you can get this right? Yeah, this is either going to be an absolute train wreck or it's going to be incredible. So I'm hoping for the train wreck. Uh, I think it might be a train wreck. Are you ready for the first one? Let's get it. All right. I'm going to read this off to you, shall we? Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. I don't know the name of it, but I know the song. Oh, God. You knew yes. it, though. Yeah, this is Drunken Night song right here. You don't know the name of the song? Wait for the chorus to hit. You knew that song. Think about Shrek. He knows it. it is Shrek. Bacon. In the bad street, the oh, yeah, if you don't you go. Don't go. Don't go. Ready? Now you're an all-star. Hey, Do you know who sings that song? Uh, <laughs> who sings that song? <laughs> Phone. Smash Mouth. Ding ding! I gotta get my dingies. Where's your sounder at? I don't know. Got rid of it. You can't even give me a cheer. You like that? There we go. That's better. Yeah. All right, that was good. So you got that one. I think that was I'll an probably easy one. be able to get the lyrics, but not the actual like name of the song. I'll do my best. Uh, I think this one you got. This one's pretty easy. Um, right. I'm just gonna cue up the song on my phone. All right, so the song lyrics are never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Oh man, this isn't "Cry Me a River" by Justin Timberlake, is it? No, you're getting you're in a close-ish. No, you're not even going close genre. Mm. You want me to read it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got if you got him in the chat with the lyrics, help help this a brother out. Not easy. You get this one was much shorter than the last one. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Me and your daughter got a special thing going on. This outcast, baby. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Let's go. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. mamas. <laughs> babies, mamas, mamas. Hey, for the record, I got that before hip hop said it yeah, in the chat. Hip hop's one for one. 
Yeah, that was gear two for two. That was a good one. That was a real good one. The way that you read that off. I'm trying not really to give you hard. too much. I'm like trying to be you, so much. Yeah, if you give it the, the rhythm, it's going to give it away. So like that was a good one. It had me thinking. Good. I had to like slow down and think about that. One. I <laughs> feel shit. like the first couple are easy. Then you get into a oh, hard straight. Yeah, this isn't considered easy. This isn't considered hard. Jesus. I mean, it wasn't bad. All, All right, right, let's get it. So you're two okay. for two. I got a, I got a, I got a few more. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. If uh, if it's a, if it doesn't go well, less than uh, what's on the list. All right, you ready? Yeah. I feel like you should know this one. Very popular. Okay. You acting kind of shady. Ain't calling me, baby. Why the sudden change? Say my name by Beyonce. Uh, not oh, more. Right, whatever. Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Dog Child 99. Nah, nah. Say my name, say my name. Hey. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You gave that one away by doing the rhythm. I did the rhythm? Yeah. That was, that was the, uh, that was the line. It's hard though, because like if you read the lyrics, there there there's commas and periods, so I have to read it the way it's like yeah. written. Now that was good though. That was good. That one was easier than the sorry, Miss Jackson. Was. Yeah, Yo, I bit the shit out of my tongue at the beginning of the of the show. So like, <laughs> if it sounds like I'm slurring my words, I am 100 percent because I bit my tongue and like it, I could feel myself like sound like I'm talking like suffering Takatash. I feel like I gave you like two easy ones or two, two. I went to easy ones. Three for three. Your boy is hitting right now. Yeah. All right. I have to do modern, modern stuff next time. Are you ready yeah, for this here one? We go. I'm going to try to read it in a way that doesn't give it away. <laughs> okay. I don't think you'll get this one. This one's tough. Okay. My loneliness is killing me. I must confess. I still believe when I'm not with you, I lose my mind. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. It's Britney Spears. Uh, hit me, baby, one more time. Let's go! Damn, man. The next, I guarantee you're going to miss the next two. Hell yeah. You're, you're loving this game right now. <laughs> Told you, bro. Mid-90s and early 2000s. By the way, since we're here with Britney... We never talked about the Wemby thing. That shit was so stupid. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like I saw the the TMZ video. Like she walked up and like the security guard was yo bitch back up. <laughs> like he, like That's it. The shit out of her. But like a random ass person. Like how is this man from France? Like how does he even know who Britney Spears is? You know what I'm saying? Like he's just trying to walk, and the security guard's like bitch back up. Like he could have snuffed her. All I don't think he, I don't think the security guard even saw who it was. He was just like yo, no, who the fuck is this? Come it here. just happened to be a person rushing the large. The, literally the biggest prospect in NBA history yes. the last 20, 30 years since LeBron. Like, nah. You know yeah, that dude was, was harassed, too. That story ended. Not by Bernie, but say, you know that dude was harassed all weekend. They're just, oh, like, facts. done with shit. Facts, yeah. Look at this French guy. What are you doing here? Some drunk asshole probably saying <laughs> some shit like that. All right, so four. Are you four for four right four now? Four for four, baby. I don't think you got the next one. I'm just going to say that right now. You tested me with that one, and that one was pretty easy. Yeah. I mean... You know, I, I don't know if this one's um quite like in your in your wheelhouse. I'll say, okay. all right, all right. Next one, they're gonna rip it off. Take their time right behind my back, and I'm talking to myself at night because I can't forget. 
Yeah, you, you got me on that one. Hold on. Help them out in the chat if you know this one. Say it, say it one more time again. They're going to rip it off, taking their time right behind my back, and I'm talking to myself at night because I can't forget. I can hear it, but I can't remember the, the lyrics to it. We'll, we'll describe it. Maybe we can, we can talk through it. I feel like after they say they're going to rip it off, somebody says, yeah. They're going to... Oh, oh, hey, hip hop. He gave away the answer, but I'm trying to think of the song. Uh, mm, Can well, we play I, the I'm song? Off, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe this will jog your memory. Yep, yep. That's a tough one, hip hop. I'm surprised he got that. Yeah. Good stuff. We played this at Dartmouth, didn't we? This, this is, is one of our entrance songs. I think it's the next. I think it's the second line. I think it's this line. That's always a dope stadium song because everyone goes, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I think of the Ravens. Yeah, we, play, we played this when Houghton was captain. Of course, Houghton. He's, he's, he's big, big white Houghton stripes. Houghton loves the white uh, stripes. What is it, the Black Keys? You know what's funny is, you know how I, we were, uh, random segue, but we were talking a second about me getting crunchy in the woods. And yep. the, the first year I ever went to Firefly was with Adam Houghton. And because he <laughs> wanted to go see Jack White was the headliner that year. Um, and 12 years later, I'm still going to that. Still going to festivals. Yeah, man. Ho Ho yeah, that was a good one. Houghton stole my virginity with that one. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Adam. All right, I'm. I'd be surprised if people in the chat got this, or if you got this one. Oh, good God! All right, I'm gonna try not to sing it. I hopped off the plane at LAX with a dream. Oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> hopped off the plane at LAX. Oh, yes. This is an easy one. Come on now. What is it? Uh, Wait, did I give it away too soon? I thought no, you were. No, it's, I, I, know it's I thought US you knew it. Edge. I'm pausing. No, I know the song. I know the. I know, um, oh, fuck it. I know the. Do you the, know the it? Hook. The hook. Yeah. Everybody in the USA. I know that part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everybody in the USA. Hey, you're so close. That's that. not the name of the I don't song. Know the fucking song. Yeah. No, Party in the USA. <laughs> Thank you. Uh. Yeah, I hopped the plane at LAX with a dream my cardigan. And a Jay-Z song was on! Yeah, I know that part. And a Britney song was on! I'm gonna say it. Maybe not maybe not the most popular opinion. The best USA theme song. Fuck Bruce Springsteen, fuck all that shit. It's this right here. This hits. <laughs> this hits. Also, very, very popular song to be drunk at a bar and scream. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I know Hold this on. because of bars. I didn't know if that would be up your alley. I'm like, I don't know if D would be down with little Myri. Well, that's <laughs> not something that I would like listen to. Really? Like, it's on my playlist, but it's definitely something that, like you said, it's playing at a bar. So like, I know it because it's at, it's at a bar all the time. I just wanted to look up the Team America themes because uh, 
uh, hip hop NAMI that is the <laughs> USA anthem. <laughs> Was it? Oh, is it this song? America, I know what this is. America, is this the America Fuck, fuck yeah, yeah song? Yeah. You used to yell at me all the time. I, I used forgot. to walk through campus yelling that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the college days. Oh my god! All right, I feel like I feel like the next one should be pretty good. A la- last couple. All right, we're, we're we're gonna wrap this up in a we're minute. Five and one, by the way. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, it's impressive. It's been very impressive. I will say it that. Sounds like even if I drop the last couple, I'm still gonna be above. You'll be a winner. So all right, I'm happy. I mean, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say four words. I'm not even gonna say the whole thing. <laughs> I feel like okay. you're gonna know it. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa, what? Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa puff, dance with me now. I mean, that was yeah, too that's easy. Nelly, that's that easy was one. too easy. Down, 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 baby. You're in the rain. Uh, I saw I saw Nelly recently, actually. I went and saw him. You did? Um, oh yeah, back yeah, in. So uh, I saw him twice. I saw him at the the Xfinity Center. That was my first concert, and then. When we went to uh, Cancun with Power, a uh, company, company like Christmas party, they brought us down to Mexico. It was like a 90s throwback. It was like Ja Rule, Ashanti, T.I., Nelly. Yeah, T. it was I, dope. Nice. It was it was a great fucking like concert. We'll say that. The, the greatest th- throwback 90s, 2000s rapper I've seen. It's tied. Ludacris, mm. fantastic because he's mm-hmm. got so many bangers. Bangers. Um, and honestly, we, I saw him this past year. T-Pain. If you get a chance to see T-Pain, crush T-Pain it. T-Pain doesn't have a bad song. No. He literally doesn't have a bad song. Like, it's hit after hit after hit. He is what Fetty Wap was going to be. Oh, what happened to Fetty Wap? He got locked up. Like, Did he really? Yeah, he would yeah, one eye and everything. Yeah, he got fucking locked up. The album uh, but he was, on, he was on the same path of like just releasing banger after banger after banger. And every track that T-Pain is either a feature or like the lead on is a fucking hit. He, he's, that boy is good. Uh, and T-Pain actually can sing really well. He doesn't need the auto-tune. I think he no, won he just the... just does it just to do it. He won the Mass Singer show. Uh, that was on like Not Fox surprised. something. All right, actually, I don't know if yeah. you ever got a chance to, but for those that are following us on Twitch, if you guys ever do get to, and you know we love to promote everybody on this, if you if you go watch T Pain's intros for his streams on Twitch, it's fucking amazing. Like the dude goes ham and just randomly raps. Obviously, he like he freestyles with it, but like it's his intro every time, and it's a dope ass intro. So go check it out if you get a chance after. Shout T Pain, our last two. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one six and one. By the I'm way, just gonna, I'm just gonna say one line. I don't feel because I feel like right. you're doing really well. I don't need you don't need the whole thing. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. If you need me to read the whole thing, I can read off the whole thing. Oh no no no! Um, it's Fifty Cent in the club. Yo, I just want an excuse to play 50 Cent on the podcast.
I love 50. He's great. So random but not random, big shout outs to the GBA League. Um, my team name, me being a captain, is Gorilla Unit. But it's a um it's an image of like an actual gorilla with Super Saiyan hair, like cause you know, the ape thing in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And obviously because like the whole 50 cent and like G Unit shit, like there we go. Professor Pi is on the team. That's my point guard. Uh I rep fucking G Unit and like they got me as like a villain. Shout out to you guys that I love the the WWE storylines that we get. So like I actually have to like play the persona of like being 50 cent in the league. It's fucking hilarious. Are you like, like Dylan Brooks in the league? Trying to be an asshole. I'm trying to be, but I can't be like I got the Still, I still like baby face, but like I gotta, I'm trying my hardest to be like an asshole in certain shit just to play the character, but it's not easy to do it at all. Oh man. no, you, shout out to those villains in the world, bro. You good at you're good at being an asshole. Don't worry about try, it. Try, man. Try my best. <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, I feel like I might have you stumped. I think, what are you okay. like seven and eight one? And one. It's crazy. Eight and one is fine. I'll, so I'm we're going, we're going with a cool 10. All right. I'm coming out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. Mm, that's a rock song, it sounds like. It is a rock song. Yeah. Think about a band that's super popular early 2000s, late 90s. Go do it one more time. I'm gonna have to try to switch it up because I feel like I gave too yeah, much that, away with the way I sung I, it. You, no, I, I got no rhythm with you with the way that you just said that. So just give you a heads up. Hip hop's giving you a hint. Don't no no. It's the white people anthem. <laughs> it is true. Listen, we talked about Miley Cyrus. Like mm -hmm. drunk girls at a bar are gonna scream this. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Drunk white guys at a bar will fucking belt this song. And I, I'm saying this as a white guy who's been drunk many times at a bar. I've belted this several times. I'm coming, one more time, maybe. I'm coming out of my cage, and I'm doing just fine. Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. I don't know this one. You taking the L? Yeah. When you hear the song, you're like, oh, fuck. Ah, okay. Because I want it all. This is like when the lights are turning on at the bar. Everyone's extremely drunk. Yeah. Mr. Brightside. Play this, get, out of, yeah, get the fuck out the bar. <laughs> this is right before they play closing time. Uh, how corny is that? I hate the closing time at the bar. <laughs> like, okay. Also, I'm glad we didn't put, pitch that song as like the, the closing oh, take no. song. Because I think I, I think I might have said it and I was like, no, let's not ever play that. Is there any I've more? I've heard this song, but it's not something that I would ever know. Is there any more jarring feeling in life when you're drunk at a bar and it's very dim and the lights just go full blast at you? <laughs> Right, I just want to hit the chorus when we can get out of the segment. Because mm -hmm. that's this is where I start singing loud and obnoxious. Yeah, You're not that, vibing with that, that. That's one of those, like, I see everybody you know, getting up and going crazy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to just go get a drink. I don't know this one. Okay, you guys got the dance floor? You got it? <laughs> All right, cool. It's, that's, it's on you. That's, that's when D just shakes head. He's like fucking white people. <laughs> you said it, not me. I am going to be blasting tunes all freaking episode. 
Do you want me to send you? I'm gonna. I gotta send you the list. No, no, I can. I can search it on the fly. I'm, okay, I'm good. I got Spotify right. up. That's why I was. I was playing it off of Spotify a second ago. So I'm. I'm cruising. Let's hit the intro. Prepare yourselves for the greatest and most unique segment in podcast history. Let's rank some stuff with D. It's time for Frizz's five. You know what I've noticed doing the uh, the Frizz's five best five? You have a tell and you've gone away from it. What's that? You used to go, woo! Like you do some fucking, you get all hyped up and do some shit after they said it's time for Frizz's five and you, you, you went away from it. Oh, my bad, bro. I didn't know that I had a tell. Shit, you want me to start yelling after this? I'll get back into yelling it. Damn. Get hype. Let get me hype. live. All right. We've done music for the past 30 minutes, and thank you guys for hanging out with us for that. I had a good time. Did you, did it go well? Loved it. Yeah, I yes. thought that was dope. I yes. thought it was, I said it was going to be either a train wreck or amazing. I think it was flirting more towards the amazing part. Eight and two. Like, I'll, I'll take oh. that. I didn't think I was going to get <laughs> If you did bad, you would have hated it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I thought it was gonna be fucking miserable. Like, like I would have had to go deep diving into like the uh, lyric bank to, to try to come up with that. Uh, yeah, Zay, no, Zay, no, he used to do the Ric Flair. All right, off what? the, off the jump. Say less. Say less. Maybe I'll, I'll come. Back I can, I'm gonna send. I'm actually gonna life. clip you saying that and just have it on the soundboard. Just fucking go. Woo. Just do that. Just think. All right, <laughs> we're let's just get into the first five. So we're doing Darian's. Let me tell you where this came from. I met the gym. I think I texted you Saturday. And I was feeling good, man. I got had like the ninety-five pound dumbbells doing bench, like in my in my element. I'm like, oh man, it's the song in my head, man. It got me amped up. And I was like, I wonder what D's top five tracks are at the gym or whatever. Like when you need to get a big pump, top five pump you up, get you going tracks. I'm curious what they are. I don't know what genre you can go with. You said I'd be surprised. So like, I'm very very intrigued. So they're all over the place. I got uh, some honorable mentions. We're not going to go over them now, but we, you know, tap in as as a chat for you guys that have your tracks that you would listen to when you're at the gym. When you need that kick, throw it in the chat. We'd love to hear what you guys are listening to. But for me, number five, we'll start it off pretty easy. Y'all know it. It's actually pretty dope that when the missus came in here, she told me about it. Like it was in her top five. So I was like, let's go right on. It's got to be though. It's what we came out as an entrance to our wedding. Pop that by uh, French Montana and Drake. That actually is a pretty solid song. I know exactly what you're talking about. Doc, mm-hmm. this was our intro for the wedding. That's dope, by the way. She picked it. I was like, yes. Yep. You got a winner, man. You, you, you did good. Yeah, that that track is dope. Obviously, we all know when the uh, when it when when the beat drops. I feel like this one's got some good versatility. You can you can run to it. You could get you can do a lift to it. So there's you- the, the like I said, the genre that I have, it's all over the place. But like, there's a reason for each. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hip hop's get getting amped. I actually you know what hip hop. I'm not even gonna laugh at that because I've listened to Mr. Brightside at the gym before. You know, maybe not doing like a squat, but you know, a little back, you know, back pull down. I, I feel it. It's solid. Crazy. All right. Uh, what that, do you What do you got for number uh, number four on your list? So this is where I said it's gonna go a complete go rock now for you. So I'm going all the way back. Majority of my shit comes from video games because video game tracks used to be soundtracks used to be dope. 
Back in 2008, UFC 09 released a song by Hollywood Undead called Undead. That track is fucking fire. You go. I said I'm quick with this. Okay. I know this song. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I got like six rock songs that hit harder than this. this That's fine. Same bad. That's fine. Again, it's all over the place. This song, I've been listening to this song for like 15 years. <laughs> Just think about that. Okay. So you got a little bit of hip hop. Little bit. I like the mix so far. You can get. Are you gonna have any more uh, genres? Uh, the next one is uh, is definitely a mixture of it. Uh, let me go ahead and pull this up for you real quick, just so I at least have it on mine. By the way, are um, you pro or anti EDM? I'm pro. I like a good EDM if workout. It's on, but I don't know how much I actually search for it. Um, but there's nothing wrong with EDM music. It's just not like it's not. I think I said it with when Al jumped in here. Like it's just not like what I'll go to. But I, I don't. I don't mind it. Okay. All right. Num- what's number three for you? Number uh, three, baby. This one, like I said, it's a complete curveball. Definitely on the newer age for it, but it's something that. It's very similar to like an Evanescence type of voice. Oh, that's and a good like her, one. That's yeah, a good song. Her, Take she, me. she can sing. She can sing. But it's Die For Me. And it's from Post Malone, Future, and Halsley. Halsley's part is fucking just like that shit just gets me. You amped. lost me on. You lost me on Post Malone. I'm, I'm, I'm an anti-Post Malone it's guy. It's fine, bro. But like the track is dope. This part is like where it's a little slower. But if you fast forward to like the tail end of the track when Halsey starts to sing, like that, that shit gets me amped because it's very similar to like Evanescence. Shout out Buffalo. So I'm gonna give you, you know, you're not very really lifting yet. You're just getting ready. You got- this is the yeah, this is the treadmill song where like Post Malone and Futures, you know, verses. I'm like jogging. And then when when Halsey gets on, like dog, it's like kick that shit to ten miles an hour and just fucking sprint. Like it's dope. By the way, I think I'm gonna give you my like five quickly afterwards. I think my number one's just gonna blow you away. You're gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing, Trudeau? <laughs> I told you my shit's all over the place. But again, this is my top five. It ain't your top. By five. the by the way, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, uh, what well, I don't say that too often either. No, because I was watching a certain show today, and it was. NBA today and a, a certain person called Kendrick Perkins was on it and he was saying some very similar things from you as like this is not your list this is my list this is my five and I was like is D ripping off Kendrick Perkins or is Kendrick Perkins ripping off D cut it out I've been saying this shit before he was even big on TV <laughs> Perk got his his like liveness in the last like seven to eight months we've been going out almost a year with this we on episode 48 so we about to hit a year baby but yes no Perk rip my shit off don't 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 do that don't do that to me I was, I'm wondering you need to get him for those residuals no. man all right no. what's number two number two By the way, uh, wait, this for one, people who yeah, are jumping in the room now let's just reiterate this is top five songs that d would listen to to get pumped up to do like a, a intense set or something at the gym like top five pump up songs we're at number two yep and like i said if you guys get a chance to throw in yours it'd be dope to listen to if it's a track that i've never heard i'll throw it on yeah, the actually, iPad, yeah. or ipod or, or itunes whatever you guys have apple music spotify uh, but number two for me, this one's an old school one. It hit hard, obviously, when LSU won the national championship in 2020, but right above it by Lil Wayne and Drake. That That's a fun song. Mm-hmm. Again, another treadmill type, type, type of song, because I don't be lifting like you used to, bro. Kane is in the building. 
So the best part about this track is that LSU's band played this when they came out for the national championship. It was fucking dope. Go listen to it if you can. It's fine. It don't get me going, though. Treadmill song, man. I told you. A lot of my shit is when I'm on the treadmill nowadays. I, I see you on the lift. I can see you doing the elliptical. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Sometimes I get the rowboat doing like the... Hey, the robot's not bad. I, I fucked the robot. Yeah, no, this, this is this is one of my favorite songs like of all time. So we're two and we have t- four down. So what do you got? Two rap? Well, we got one. three. One. The well, last one, yeah. We did five, four, three, two, one. Pop that by French Montana, Undead by Hollywood. Rap Undead, rock. Malone, right above it by Lil Wayne. Okay. None of them are like super heavy, except the second. The second one's pretty like heavy. The other ones are pretty chill. All right. So what? Let me get you the drill. Let me, let me fade this down a little bit. All right, let's get your drum roll. And then give me like three. What I need you to do for me is give me like three seconds of fill while I search the song. Okay. All right, your drum roll for number one. Number one, probably one of the most badass rock songs I've ever listened to. It stems all the way back to NHL 13. So literally like 10, 15 years ago. And it's Bully by Shinedown. Yeah, bro. This this track came out. It's one of the like, I think they played it as an arena song, and then they put the arena song in the soundtrack for the video game, and then it was in like five straight NHL games. This is back when I was like, you know, on the sticks, pretty good. Uh, but no, this this track, it's a, it's a rock song, and this one that one gets you hyped. That one's a lift the whole. Thing <laughs> it was not. Tension. It was not as popular as you think. It took me a minute to find that one. Here we go. No, you're good. There's a beat drop like at that midway point of the song. I feel like this is Batista's theme. Close, very close. This is again. This gets you going. Don't worry about it, bro. Trust me. There's a part in the middle of the song. Actually, they kind of they they pull it up on this one too. You want me to skip ahead because no, it'll do it right here. I just dropped the weight on my chest and I can't get it off. I'm just like I lost my (laughs) pump. This it. This is it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And they so they ripped that through like I'd say like about a minute in they do it again, but it's like a solo part. It's actually pretty dope. I think I'm all about you... like the so. What's up? No, go ahead. I was gonna say the the drum the drum solos or the guitar solos. That's the shit that like gets me hyped. And there's a part in the middle of the song where like this dude is going fucking in on the drums, and like that's the part right there. Where it's like, all right, bro, you got you got 30 seconds left to like sprint this mile. You need to finish this. Like that part is is the part that I'm talking about. You got any honorable mentions? Just a rat tat tat. Yeah, just I mean, you don't got to play them. Uh, but old school song, Cult of Personality. Yeah, the one that's from uh, what's his name? Uh, the wrestler. I can't remember his name. Fucking CM Punk. His entrance song, uh, rap track. I mean, it's a it's a rock track. Say less. I know you don't know that one. And Monstars. That was from a song that was in Madden. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to put those up, you you have to Google them all. I'm just gonna give you like. Maybe that I I didn't do or maybe the top three for me, uh-huh. right in order. This is in order. Number three probably. <laughs> Undertaker, baby. Laugh. This shit hits. I didn't say it didn't. 
chocolate starfish. Shut the fuck up, Yeah, I had a rock phase. It was a very long time ago. It's the drop. The drop is good. Now this is where it gets weird. This is like Fred when Durst, I need, was, I'm not gonna lie, Fred Durst was good. When I gotta do like max, max, max reps, ready? Mm -hmm. you, you're gonna hear this and be like, oh yeah. Let the bodies hit the <laughs> No, I fucking hate this song. You hate this song? Yeah. Dude, I wanna get this. This was the intro to my high school fucking highlight video. Yeah, no, I'm good with this. Dude, I wanna kill someone after hearing that. Yeah, everybody, every, every high school football highlight video between 06 and 08 played this song on it because like every fucking white lineman loved this song. <laughs> every, every white, white linebacker lineman. who wants to just yes. hit stick. We didn't even have a black offensive lineman. We had a lot of black people on the defensive line. We didn't have a single black man on the fucking offensive line. Uh, I feel like if you look at the NFL, it's kind of that one. <laughs> it's kind of I mean, yeah, I guess because it kind of makes sense. Uh, all right, this one's gonna, I'm gonna lose you on this one completely. Most likely. This one I feel one. like is the most intense weightlifting song in the history of the world is not even an American song. Maybe oh, you know this song because it's very famous. Do you know Duhast? Yes, this is a song they play in, in How High. Duhast. Dude, this song is in, is like, you you will kill someone. if you. I don't listen to the whole thing because I'm afraid if I listen to the full song, I will murder somebody. I have to stop it. Duhast, Mish. It's like, you hate me, you bitch. Is the literal translation. So they play this in How High with uh, Method Man and Red Man. They, they go like this. Yeah, he Wait. gets a, he wakes him up with a blunt in his hand. He just... <laughs> <laughs> do us, do us, do us, Stroke, smoke. Have you ever seen that movie? No, but I want to watch it now. Yeah, go if you if you just put it on YouTube, I'm sure you can find it. Do us, How High. You, it's this part exactly. Like I'm when you turn on a speaker, he, he tries to wake him up. He can't wake him up with this song. So then he, he fires up a blunt and he gets in front of him. He does this Dude. and he wakes him up. <laughs> That's amazing that they, they crossed that action into Duhast, yeah. which is at like, Harvard too, by the way. Like that's just that that movie itself. I know they made a How High too terrible flop. Is Dave Chappelle in How High? What's up? Is Dave Chappelle in that movie? No, it's Method Man and Red Man. Okay. I was thinking of something else with Dave Chappelle in it. Dave Chappelle is in a different weird movie. Movie about weed, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I'm Good pretty shit, sure hip hop though. knows about it. I can't remember what it's called, but like it's the dude that like the white dude, Seth Green, I'm pretty sure. Seth oh, Green, he's got like the fucking the backwards hat, baggy clothes. Like I think he's in that movie, but I don't remember what it's called. Is it me or movies better back in the day? Well, they were more original. Everything's a copycat now. Like fucking White Man Can't Jump 2 just came out. Like Dude. What? I'm, I'm not going to say, like, what's his name? The What's the kid's name that sings all these tracks now? What's popping? What's his name? Uh, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. I mean, get his bag. Like, he's in the movie. But, like, the original was on a couple weeks ago, Will Smith and Woody Harrelson. I was like, this movie's dope. Like, I understand, like, the 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 plot behind it might not be. Like, it's a fucking white dude and a black dude playing basketball. But, like, the, it was a dope movie. And then they made a second one. I was like, why are we, why are we doing this? Is it is it Will Smith? I didn't think he's in that movie. Who? You said Will Smith? Wesley Snipes. I swear to God, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna replay it. You said Will Probably. Smith. Probably. I'm slurring my words. <laughs> that's but a no, different. That's bad. a very different movie. If it's Will Smith <laughs> <laughs> and Woody Harrelson, man. <laughs> no, my bad. If I said that, chat, my bad. But no, Wesley Snipes. I know that one through and through. Oh, uh, man. Good. Hey, 
Good show today for having nothing planned, really. Hey, man, like we got to 920. Shit, we're rocking on well, almost, fucking oh, a little bit over an hour. Hell yeah. We do better without sports. Fuck sports. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're heading to the end of the show. I do want to give sh- shout out to the chat, man. Y'all were bringing the energy today. We see you out there watching live. Much love. And then also those on the podcast the next day. Love to you guys as well, for sure. Yes, sir. The show is coming to an end. But first, it's time to get to anything we've missed. It's closing time. One segment, two takes. that time get to do whatever we want time to iso ball i'm going first i'm yes, still on the rock do you think uh i just i didn't i want to do two things real quick number one i want to always promote soccer women's world cup <laughs> starts thursday watch that shit usa going for three straight world cup championships in a row no team has ever won men or women three in a row we are the betting favorite but the other teams look like they're catching up which should be fun. The thing I want to talk on is Shohei Otani. Ooh. That man is unreal. Unbelievable. Um, I don't know how many people out there watch baseball, but he is an above-average pitcher. Um, his ERA is meh. Right around three. Yeah, it's good. It's, I mean, it's a very good ERA. Mm-hmm. Uh, third in the league in strikeouts. First in home runs. Second, second in RBIs, second in hits, first in slugging, first in on-base percentage, has the most triples and has the most extra base hits. This dude is the most incredible baseball player I've ever seen, and I would not be surprised if this man is the first person to get, in North America sports, the first person to get a $100 million contract a year. Because he's coming, really he's a free agent next year, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he got something like five over, you, you know, five hundred million, be a half a billion guy. I thought it was gonna be a very long time before we saw that. I mean, someone's gonna someone's gonna do something crazy, and he's worth it. Not to say he isn't. He is doing some incredible shit out there. Like, uh, terrible with baseball itself too. Like, this man is doing everything like this, and his team is hot garbage. Like, and he has Mike Trout. I know Mike Trout's been hurt, I'm pretty sure, like, the last couple of weeks. But, like, he's had Mike Trout alongside of him. And, like, he's able to go out there and be a dual threat pitcher, hitter. And, like, like TV still can't get turned on for him because his team is fucking worse than the, in the division. Like, it's incredible. I do have something else really quick. Yeah, uh, My wife just texted me, and she asked me, do you think you could land a commercial airplane in an emergency situation? <laughs> <laughs> Darian, do you think you could? I don't think she's watching, but absolutely that's just a random not. Test. No, absolutely not. I, I have wish a better I question. I wish I had the skill. I have a that. better yeah. question. Okay. Could I do it successfully? No. no. Let me ask you this. this: is a better question. If someone said, "Oh my God, the pilot is dead and the co-pilot is dead," so when he's land the plane, would you be the one to volunteer to try to land the plane, or would you yes. just be like, or would you just be like, "Yeah, let someone else do it"? No, I, I would jump up. Yeah. How if I'm happen? going down, I'm going down on my watch. I'm not going down on somebody else fucking up. What happens if two people want to go down on their watch? How does that how does that play out? And hey, like you get one side, I'll get the other. Yeah, we could rock, paper, scissors for it too, man. And I'll tell them right before, hey, yo, I always throw a rock. It fucks people up when you do that because like they think, all right, cool. He's going to throw a rock. I'm going to throw paper. And then bam, 
dang, so this is gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I would say if someone says I wish to rock, I am not throwing yep, paper. That's what you think. You think that, but like then you go, he's not gonna do that. I'm gonna throw rock too. And I throw rock first, and you go, shit. <laughs> he actually does always throw rock. So let me throw paper. Bang! Gotcha, bitch. Like Play mind games. I don't ever lose rock, paper, scissors because of that shit. Such a random text. I love it. All right. What do you got for me? Uh, For me, keeping it on the women's sports, man. Big shout out to Sabrina. Was it Ayanowski from the New York Liberty? She put up like the most three-point right. buckets like in the hit. Oh, go ahead. No, Ayanowski keep going. I got something after that. Oh, my bad. My bad. So, but, dog, I watched it like obviously like Steph Curry-esque. It's really cool to see, you know, the, the WNBA game grow and the All-Star weekend that actually was like the incorporated skills competition. Obviously, they don't have a dunk contest, but like the three-point contest was pretty dope and she was fucking stroking them things. I think she had 30. Nasty she was when she was at Oregon. She was part of the Mamba Mentality like group, you know, RIP. She was helping training Gianna at the time, you know, RIP to Gianna. Um, but like, she's incredible. It's good to see her shine because i think her first year she tore like her acl so she had to sit out so i'm glad that she's like getting back out there with like the hype that we all thought that she would get when she was out in oregon my objection was going to be that you were going to celebrate the three-point competition for the women's game mm-hmm. and they got done dirty because i went downstairs i think it was friday the three-point competition i was still working like i'm gonna make myself a sandwich and like see what's on tv in the kitchen I'm like, there's a three-point competition going on right now? Like, this must be a repeat of some shit. Because, like, no one puts, like, a premiere event at 3 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> it was the actual event. Like, that's doing someone dirty to put at 3 p.m.? No, like, just don't even put it on TV then if you can put it on 3 p.m. Because that's embarrassing. Yeah, but it's growing. That's the part. It's it's growing. There wasn't a weekend five years ago. It was just, it happened. Like, it happened to be just a day, like a random Tuesday. Like, if you think that's bad, dog, the the Major League Baseball All Star Game was on Tuesday. That I don't care if it was eight o'clock prime time or not. We were in the middle of our show last week. We were like, oh wait a minute, All Star Game's on and it's the sixth inning. Like that sucks. That's supposed to be one of the leading sports in the world. Sorry, in the country, and it was a Tuesday first pitch at six. Come on, man. Like at least I know that that I, I'm I'm gonna be a big defender of the WNBA for the next fucking forever of my life because of the girls. But like at least it's growing, and like that's what I see. It. They had a skills competition. They got roasted for the trophy that they gave one of the participants last year. It was like this little ass trophy. So at least they got like a good one. So I'm proud of them. I'm proud that the game's growing. I'm proud that they're actually like promoting the WNBA. People just like to shit on the WNBA because it's women. Like, oh, I'm not up. shitting on it. I'm just like, not you. I'm saying the world, not even the world. If the they United put, States, and y'all know who you are, with your fishing poles and your fucking profile pics. <laughs> if they put that shit on on a Friday night or Saturday night, I would have watched some of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on in sports. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and watch a random ass. Give me a fucking team. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers game on a Friday night. Like, yeah, throw on the, the All-Star game, but th- come on. I mean... Growth. Baby steps, baby. Baby steps. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. All right, man. Is they got anything else for, for us? I'm all fired up about the M- WNBA. Uh, you're good, bro. You want me to get about here? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. All right. As we say, every time we're dipping up out of here, much love to you guys that were able to participate in the chat. Like, chat was live today. Much appreciated. If y'all are listening tomorrow, please hit us up again on the on the socials. If you have a track that you listen to at the at the gym, 
throw it in our social media so that we can try to follow along and I'll add it to my playlist. But when we dip in up out of here, please, y'all take care of y'all mentals. Make sure y'all take care of y'all physicals. Take care of y'all chicken. Take care of y'all children. And we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Hey, they got a website that you can hire girlfriends for the day.